재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Bringing you stimulating discussions on current affairs Discover the best of news and current affairs Primetime on TBS EFM 뭐 The uh, situation as it stands right now is the defense minister, Han Mingo, has been trying to set up a meeting with the Lotte chairman, Shin Dongbin. Uh, that meeting has not been able to take place. Uh, Shin has been citing some internal uh, conflicts with the actual land swap deal. They need to make that land swap deal to actually uh, get the process started on the actual uh, deployment of this anti-missile uh, system. What do you make of what's going on so far? Well, I, I think it's tough to tell as, as far as Lotte's internal deliberations on what they need to do for this land swap deal and why they haven't held a meeting yet. They need to have a, a board of directors meeting, I guess, in order to uh, do the final process on their behalf. But um, it seems right now that, yes, they do have cold feet. Um, I don't think that uh, should be much of a surprise. Uh, they haven't ag- really been huge fans. They knew that uh, if they agreed to the deployment of THAAD on their land, that there was going to be some blowback from China, some economic blowback. That certainly happened. Um, I think they're looking very carefully at that. And, of course, with the impeachment proceedings against uh, President Park right now, I think um, they are trying to take a wait-and-see attitude as long as they possibly can. I don't know if that's actually possible to continue very long, but uh, I, I think they've, they've simply said, let's hold off for at least a few weeks if possible. Right. So some of the uh, allegations surfacing about this so-called Chinese pressure involves uh, some tax probes on uh, various uh, entities in China that belong to Lotte. Also, uh, this uh, hit on their duty-free uh, sales, which, of course, heavily relies uh, on China's part because of the uh, tourism factor. Uh, Beijing has been known to uh, be taking these subtle and maybe even not so subtle retaliatory measures against the country uh, After the THAAD deployment, there's been a decision against charter airline flights, um, some uh, Korean cosmetics and other products also not being allowed into the country. Is this just a matter of, I suppose, China flexing its muscle as, um, or just them simply dis- voicing their displeasure, or is this just simply coincidence? 
I, I think it's a little of both. I think they're flexing uh, their muscle uh, as far as uh, the necessity of them as an economic partner, especially for one company, Lotte in particular, but, but Korea in general. And I think they're voicing their displeasure through this. Uh, certainly the, the tax probes are, are one thing going on with Lotte, but they've, they've also taken other tax, the uh, safety inspections, hygiene inspections. Uh, these are all things that the bureaucracy can drag out for weeks or months. Um, there's no way to really um, see that the results are come to in a rather objective manner. Uh, so China really holds the cards here and, and can make life very difficult economically for the Lotte Group as far as their businesses are concerned with China. In terms and, of... And it, and it must be yeah. said here, it seems that this is very unprecedented. Uh, there have been a number of reports from uh, business association members and within Lotte saying that, that the, these moves by China against one company in particular all at the same time is is unprecedented. And it almost feels like although it probably won't get to that point, but the the tactics that China is using right now, whether if you are in Korea and you might have, um, I suppose, a sincere opposition to the deploying of this uh, THAAD system on South Korean soil, and, and I think reasonable people can debate this issue and disagree on this issue, but I think most Koreans would feel a little bit of uh, anger or at least annoyance that China would actually specifically target this one company simply because of the fact that this golf course belonged to that company to try and delay the proceeding somehow. And I'm wondering if they risk some backlash of their own as far as Korean public perception against China. Well, I I think they do. I think that's a good point. I'm not sure they're very concerned about it uh, because the economic size of the Korean market is is small in their terms. Mm -hmm. But I, I certainly agree. This is they could have approached this, I think, in a much more uh, cooperative fashion. They could have uh, taken any number of ways to voice their displeasure. But Lotte really doesn't have much of a say here. the The site was chosen as an alternative site, and uh, it was in the press as an alternative site before the Lotte Group was even notified mm. by the Defense Ministry that the land was going to be used. And so Lotte is in sort of a tough spot. They really can't say no to the placement of FAD there because they are going to get a land swap deal. At this point, I believe, it seems to be that a board of directors meeting by Lotte is sort of symbolic that if the Ministry of Defense wants that site, they can simply have that site and pay Lotte in compensation. So I think, in some respects, this is the wrong fight for China from a, from a yeah. perception uh, point of view. Uh, there are other ways to go about it, I think, that would have been more effective. And for the Lotte group itself, it's it's hard to feel a lot of sympathy for the group. As you well know, it doesn't enjoy the greatest reputation here in the country with its business practices and some of the uh, dealings with the uh, the ruling family members. But from their situation, as you say, it's a no-win situation for them. But they seem to have been strong-armed by the South Korean government at a time when, if you believe all these allegations swirling around Chesun Shil and the president, where there was some kind of 
quid pro quo going on uh, with the uh, duty-free uh, bidding systems as well as kind of being strong-armed into donating to these uh, shady foundations set up by Tresden Shill. So at, at that po- juncture, it seemed like they really had no say in the matter. Now that the government is sort of uh, in a state of uh, crisis, uh, it seems like they are now facing pressure on the other side and deeming that, look, um, if we're going to anger one side, it's probably right now more prudent to anger the South Korean government rather than this very important consumer base we have in China? Yeah, I think, I mean, they're stuck between a rock and a hard place, no doubt about it. And uh, you're right, I don't think many people will have much sympathy uh, considering their business practices. But uh, I think this is one way for them to send a signal to China that we're not totally on board with this, uh, so please don't uh, in some sense, you know, shoot the messenger. Please don't take mm-hmm. it out on us. There are other ways to go about it. I also think, you know, if you want to take the theory one step further uh, regarding contact with the Park Administration and, and possible contact with Chase and Shiel and such, uh, one could be asking, what was, Lo- was Lote promised anything uh, to make this land swap deal go through? Mm. And now with the impeachment proceedings going on, do they feel they're not going to get what they were promised in the first place? And so now they're not quite sure they want to go through with the deal. Um, so there are a lot of different, I think, things working here. None of them seem favorable to Lotte, uh, unfortunately, for that company. Yeah. Uh, that's an interesting point, that the potential that there's another quid pro quo in place uh, in return for that uh, land swap deal uh, that uh, all bets are off now since uh, it doesn't look like this government uh, will be in power much longer depending on this uh, impeachment court's decision. That then leads to the question of the uh, the, the deployment of Thad itself. And if you are uh, of the mind and accept the premise that Thad is an important national security issue. It definitely does need to be deployed here. It does send a strong signal uh, to the rest of the world of the uh, strength of the uh, U.S.-South Korean military alliance. How how important do you think this will be going forward politically for any future or aspiring presidential candidate? I would think moving forward this year, it, it has to be one of the most important uh, policy issues uh, in the presidential election. At, at least I would hope it, it would be considered uh, to be that way. This is a very important uh, decision for the South Korean government. Uh, I, I, I would like to use the term geopolitical angst. I mean, that's really what's coming up here. Do you side wholeheartedly with the U.S. alliance and put the sad battery here, or do you try to placate China in some way don't put the sad battery in and hope that China gives you some uh, benefit of the doubt later on with some other issue. Uh, I think that the presidential candidates are going to have to declare one way of an, or another where they stand on sad. Uh, Moon Jae-in has already seen some blowback. We know he wants to run uh, for the presidency. Uh, he mentioned just phrasing that it would be difficult to backtrack on a, on a bilateral deal would be very difficult. He didn't say impossible. He just said difficult, and he's already seen some opposition with his, within his own party about that, seeming to be backtracking on, on his opposition to that. So I think it's going to be a very important issue for any presidential candidate. They're going to have to stake their position and then stick with it uh, for good or bad, I think. 
the problem here, and again, if you are of the mind that uh, Thad does need to be employed and the sooner the better, uh, this seems like such a fluid situation where we can't predict what will happen in the next uh, year, let alone, I suppose, the next day or so with with what's been going on politically. But on the other side of the aisle, you also have an incoming president uh, within the next uh, uh, day or so. Uh, President-elect Donald Trump, who by definition is a very unpredictable character, especially with what his national security vision is. Some say he might uh, choose a more isolationist stance, but uh, his national security team seems to be of a mind that uh, wants to be a little bit more uh, aggressive in its posture against a country like China. And so it just feels like right now we have no idea how this question of Thad deployment is going to be answered within the next uh, few months. I think that's an accurate assessment. I think it's going to be difficult to answer for the next few months, uh, which I think is one reason that anybody running for office politically needs to, to pick a side, be principled about it, and then just stay with it and see where the cards fall. I think another issue to consider here is, remember, Donald Trump, during his campaign, brought up the idea that South Korea should pay more for their own defense. Mm-hmm. Now, in the sad deal... The United States is paying for the complete setup of the site and the battery itself, and South Korea only has to provide the infrastructure to get to this new sad battery base. If the Trump administration starts to insist that South Korea should pay for the sad battery, then that brings in a whole other aspect. Right now, South Korea has the ability to tell China, we're not paying for it, and we're going to have the U.S. remove it, once the threat from North Korea is gone, if South Korea in some way winds up paying for the hardware itself, then that sends the opposite message that South Korea wants to send to China. That sends the message that that we're all in and we're going to keep this battery for the long term. Oh, no, but it feels like that just gives a very easy out then for the South Korean side, uh, regardless of where you stand. If, if Donald Trump changes the terms of that deal, then they'll say, well, he he is basically abrogating the original deal in place. And so... I, I think it allows them a very a convenient backdoor out of this to hopefully, I suppose, um, I, I, from their perspective, uh, sort of mend fences with China. I, I think it does, uh, and it leaves in place the, again, the, the sort of geopolitical angst domestically between the conservatives who think that is very necessary and getting closer to the U.S. Uh, as an alliance partner is necessity, and uh, opposition, some opposition figures who feel that we don't want to get that close to the U.S. We don't want to bring the sad battery in. We want to placate China a little bit. You're going to see that rift continue on mm-hmm. uh, throughout the year. So, yeah, there's a lot of moving parts here, and it'll be interesting to see how the cards fall within the next few weeks and months. All right. We will leave it there. Professor O'Malley, thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Henry. Take care.